I need to discuss the fact that English people eat beans for breakfast. everyone. Hi, welcome to the museum camp. Welcome. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. We're your counselors. We are. And your guides throughout weird as shit history. Yeah, let's do it. What have you been up to since last we recorded? (laughs) Oh my god, so much. I've been, you know, just drinking gin and tonics. Okay. <laughs> Just nonstop. Nonstop. Um, what about you? Um, you know, the same, but with um, Moscow Mules and sparkling water this time mm. around. Mm-hmm. Just really not a whole lot. Just sat on my couch for a little while. I sure. was snuggling my dogs. Oh, yeah. What a dream to have dogs during a pandemic. Oh my gosh, they're the best. Um, yeah, especially ones as weird as Leroy. He's <laughs> the weirdest dog. I hate that I haven't met Leroy yet. I know, it's really inconsiderate of you. <laughs> I know, and of Leroy, honestly. And of Leroy. Leroy, get your ass on a plane and come to Cincinnati. Um, I took him to the vet the other day for just like a checkup because he's still technically a puppy, which is hilarious because he could not be taller. (laughs) And so I, the way that they're doing it because of COVID is you like, I think the building that our vet is in, we used to be a bank. And so you like drive through the, there's like a drive through window and you check in there and then someone comes out and gets your dog and then you can like see them through the window of each little like room and so I could first of all hear his hound howl oh no from inside the building while I was in my car with the windows up so that was embarrassing (laughs) and then then I see at one point I guess like the vet tech had to like run out of the room for a second Mm -hmm. and he just fully hopped up onto the counter around and all their stuff. What a ham. I know. He really, he really was um, exploring his medical passion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a mess. But he was in a good snuggling mood earlier when we oh, were between recordings. The best. The best. The best. The best. Anything else we need to cover? I don't know. I think... You know, that's, that's the hard part about recording back-to-back episodes (laughs) Uh, is that we don't have a week's worth of, you know, talking points. We'll, we'll have to figure this out as we go, but we do talk a lot throughout the week. So that's also true. (laughs) We're going to have to come up with a signal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Table this for now. Right. It's going to be hard to like keep information from you like until we record. So we'll see how that goes. I know. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Anyways. Anyways. Let's just do this. 
I say we dive in. It's Madison's week. It is my week. She's gonna. It is my turn. It is my Oprah moment, if you will. It is. Yeah. What are you doing? All right. Well, today I'm going to take you to a small coastal town in the south of Wales, the UK, called Port Talbot. Okay. Where one can visit the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence. Thank you. Thank you for the golf clap and snaps. I'm so excited to hear about this. What a name, first of all. First of all, I love the confidence and we'll get into the curator later in the story of all of that. So yeah, hold, hold on to that. But I love the confidence of just titling your passion project. Like we should have called this Museum Camp Podcast of Excellence. Of excellence, yeah. <laughs> just now feel like we're admitting defeat or something because we We just, can figure it out. There's time to add it to the that's title. That's true, yeah. <laughs> there. <laughs> yes, yes. Before we get into strictly Baked Bean Museum of Excellence territory, I wanted to go further back um, and give some more context here um, and talk through the history of baked beans. I knew that you were going to say we're doing the history of baked beans. I'm so excited. Okay, let's go. Here's the thing. I I love this museum already. Um, I don't like beans. What? The, the texture just doesn't do it for me. I know. Any I mean, bean? There's not a bean you like. I like beans. Does that count? Hmm. I'm going to guess no by the look on your face. (laughs) By the look of hurt. (laughs) It's more disturbed. I'm a little disturbed. And that's, and that's fair. For me, it's like the taste is fine. I just, the texture, I can't really like do. Okay. Okay. I'll like, if they're in a dish, I'll eat them. I'm not going to be like, no taste. I send it back. I just like, (laughs) I don't, if I am at Chipotle and they're like, what kind of beans do you want? I'm just like, can you just give me some extra rice or something? Like, it's that kind of vibe. You don't prefer them. I wouldn't opt for them. Okay. Okay. I have for all of this, there are a lot of sources that I pulled from mainly Wikipedia, the the treasure trove of academia. Yeah. And so just as a little preface, I would like to read you the Wikipedia article outline. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Which is origins and history in the Americas, Mm -hmm. history of commercial production and international consumption, health, flatulence. Oh, and references. Oh, sure. <laughs> so we've got a full yeah, circle. Got, mm-hmm. Okay, great. It all comes back. Yeah. When you think of baked beans. Yeah. What What are some word associations? Oh, barbecue. Okay. Um, musical fruit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, English breakfast. Yeah. Right. A full English. A full English. Which, and I'm sure we're going to unpack this at some point, but I need to discuss the fact that English people eat beans for breakfast. I, I have problems with it. Right. It doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Have, hey, uh, England, have you had a pancake? Yeah. What about that? Yeah. Have you had a waffle? Have you tried toast without the beans? Yeah. Also an option. It's better. It's better for sure. 
Okay. So essentially, um, everything we know about baked beans is a lie. Oh boy. Because baked beans is a dish that originated from Native Americans. And it will surprise absolutely no one that those asshole British colonists, <laughs> communists. <laughs> those British communists. Um, so they stole their idea and added sugar and then convinced the world it was their own. You don't say. This isn't a true crime podcast, but I also feel like any podcast is a true crime podcast when white colonists are involved. That's very true. Um, I agree with you. Agree yeah. on the thing that I said. Um, that happened in about the 17th century. But originally, Native Americans would mix beans, maple sugar, and bear fat in these earthenware pots that they placed underground in uh, what they called bean holes. I don't like that. Um, don't, very sensible. Don't very like sensible it. naming conventions. <laughs> Um, and then they were lined in hot rocks to cook slowly over a long period of time. So a very low and slow method. Wow. So let's see. Apparently, the British colonists were quick to embrace this new dish um, because it reminded them of peas porridge. Mm. So mm-hmm. I guess they were feeling homesick. Sure. Can't fault them for that. And so then in a classic white person twist, they substituted molasses or sugar for maple syrup and then bacon or ham for bear fat and they simmered the beans over the fire for hours instead of like baking it underground Mm. so really Hmm. just a misnomer all the way around they never really were baked i've never thought about the fact that they're not baked i know well that's the other thing is they're prepared differently in the U.S. versus U.K. in kind of a traditional sense. So in the U.S., it's usually white beans that are parboiled and then baked low and slow in a sauce. So those are more likely to be baked, although not always, obviously. And then in the U.K., they're just like truly never baked. (laughs) They're just stewed in a sauce. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So baked beans were one of the first convenience foods to be canned early to mid-1900s that that sort of became a thing where they were being commercially produced. And now the highest amount of canned baked beans are consumed in the UK as part of a traditional breakfast, which again is weird. Sorry, Britain. I don't get it. Don't get it. Um, And then um, to take To take this all just one step farther into, of course it is, territory, U.S. canned beans have double the amount of sugar that British canned beans have. (laughs) Only double. Oh, yeah. Only double? (laughs) We're doing amazing. Doing great. Um, So I, I of course, can't leave the flatulence section untouched, much to my dismay. We have to unpack it. Um, (laughs) But I didn't know how to, like, translate any of this scientific verbiage. So I'm just going to read it directly from Wikipedia. Okay, great. (laughs) Again, forgive my pronunciation, science. So baked beans are known on occasion to cause an increase in flatulence following consumption. This is due to the fermentation of polysaccharides, specifically oligosaccharides, flora, specifically uh, methanobrevibacter smithii. Mm-hmm. You tracking? The, <laughs> the oligosaccharides pass through the small intestine largely undigested. 
when they reach the large intestine, they are digested by the bacteria producing gas. Wow. Um, and we know. Are we scientists now? <laughs> we are. We are not only amateur historians, we are amateur scientists. Great. Now back to Port Talbot in South Wales. Let's go back. In 1954, um, a man named Barry Kirk was born in Port Talbot, Wales. Um, his Wikipedia article describes his profession as, quote, eccentric, as an eccentric and charity fundraiser, which is just honestly the dream to be titled as an eccentric. That's what you're known for. Love it. The dream. Also, is Barry short for something or do you come out? Named Barry. Yeah, I don't know if Barry is short. Do you know what I mean? Barreled. Barreled. <laughs> Barrister. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, Some, we'll look into that. Like that. Okay, great. Oh, it's <laughs> Ethan's holding up a sign that says Bartholomew. It's a lot more sense. <laughs> okay. Wow. Good to know. Thank God you had that Bartholomew sign prepared. <laughs> um, all right. So Barry, who I found no reference that it was Bartholomew, but... I'm going to just go with that. Yeah. Um, he was bullied when he was growing up and he said in an interview, I watched that he didn't mind being laughed at um, or with, but he wanted to kind of find a way to separate the laughter from the like mean spirited bullying. Mm -hmm. uh, so he leaned in to sort of make people laugh. Um, so that's, which is awesome. Fast forward to 1986. Um, and he heard about someone setting a world record for sitting in a bath of custard. Sure. That's all the information I have on that specific okay. event in history. We can look that up later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something about this struck a chord with him. He loved the idea, wanted to do something similar and thought, well, by golly, let me bathe in some baked beans. Sure. And so being the angel of a human that he is, he turned this into a charity event. He decided he was going to sit in a bathtub of cold baked beans for 100 hours, which is just outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. So he had people there, audience and supporters could pour a can of beans that were donated um, into the bathtub onto him for one pound each. At the end of the 100 hours, he ended up being able to donate um, over 1,500 pounds to a local charity for the mentally handicapped, which is awesome. That is amazing. It also sounds like something David Blaine would do. Oh, it is just <laughs> so David Blaine. Yeah, David Blaine energy. Yeah, some big Blaine energy. <laughs> if you look up... The Baked Bean Museum. Um, there are a ton of great imagery, first of all. Sure. Someone took a picture of a newspaper clipping from when he did the bean bath. Mm -hmm. And it said, I don't know, something about how like his his balls were frozen. And that was just like in the <laughs> in the newspaper <laughs> No, his beans. And his beans were frozen. It. His beans. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it was, it was very good. Yeah. Hold on. I found it. It just says <laughs> my nuts froze bathing in beans. And then there's just three different pictures of him covered in beans, just going like different, just different faces. Like it's so good. Oh and my then the God. subtitle is crackpot berries got the wind up. Now, what does that mean? 
I don't know. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna assume that it's like a UK thing. Got the wind up. Yeah, that's making reference to flatulence. That would make sense. But I don't know. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the internet says it means to become nervous or frightened. So I don't know that that's... Maybe they don't know what it means. I don't know. Interesting. So then after this, Port Talbot is a very small town. So kind of being around town, riding the bus, et cetera, he started to gain local recognition. Kids would, you know, point at him and say, that's the bean man. And he loved it. And that is where his alter ego was born. And he later changed his legal name to Captain Beanie. I love that so much. And clearly Mr. Bean was already taken. Yeah, Mr. Bean was already taken and can't hold a flame. Captain Beanie. Oh, yeah. Captain Beanie. If you're a captain, that's a ranking. It's a ranking. You know, Mr. is just a salutation. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Okay, so he became Captain Beanie. He... um, It evolved over time, from what I can tell, Um, and eventually everything he was doing was, um, you know, for good humor and for charity. So much a philanthropist. Um, I emailed him to, you know, ask some questions. We'll get to that later. But he was so sweet and nice. There are several um, YouTube videos that are short documentaries that we'll link, um, in the episode notes. And I highly recommend taking, you know, the 10 minutes to watch them, um, because they're really well done documentaries and they're so, it's just so wholesome and amazing. And so he kind of got, he really was bit by the bean bug (laughs) to, um, I, I can't cut that out. Um, <laughs> to um, leave it in. Continue doing these. Yeah. Nathan, don't you dare cut that out. <laughs> you dare. Um, to continue doing charitable events um, with the focus of beans. And so as Captain Beanie, you know, and I'm not sure totally what it like started as versus how it got to where it is today. Um, but in his full regalia, Captain Beanie, as we know him today, paints his body orange. Okay. Has a shaved head with, it's like 50 beans tattooed on his skull that he did for (laughs) charity. Um, And so I watched part of this in the document, in a documentary. He had a bald head that he had previously simply been painting orange. And that was no longer... Sure. So he he said for a philanthropy thing, um, he was going to auction off beans on his head and people could donate to have their initials tattooed in each of the beans. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So he (laughs) used money that way. He has also um, run a bunch of marathons, paints himself orange, has the tattoo on his head, wears a like unitard is that what it is that's just like a shiny orange onesie love it um there's a cape he has these like goggles um 
I mean, he is, you have to look him up. He is incredible. And so he has run all these marathons dressed fully as superhero Captain Beanie. And I read somewhere that in marathon he's run, he's carried a plate of baked beans, <laughs> which I love. And I, I love hope that's that. true. A plate, not a bowl. I feel like a bowl would be better, but. I, some sort of dish. <laughs> So yes, beans became a very large part of his life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in 2009, uh, his mother passed away or had recently passed away. um, And he had previously lived with her in their two-bedroom apartment. And so in this interview I watched, he was like, well, now I have this space. What do I do with it? And so he decided to paint everything orange and open up his home in his apartment as the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence, the world's first museum devoted to the humble baked bean. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's a beautiful story. I love it. <laughs> what is all this money going to, by the way, that he's raising? Just various charities. Okay. Just various charities. I don't know that he has, I don't think he has his own specific charity. I think he just raises money and gives it all away. So from what I can tell... I believe this is just the second of a run-of-the-mill apartment complex. And so you have to call ahead and make an appointment because he does live there. Sure. And so he will be, I would wager that is probably the best exhibit at this museum. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it would be, you know, as compelling without the captain there, but it would appear to be three rooms. So there's a main room, which I think is a, one of them was, I think a converted bedroom. Mm. Then there's the kitchen and then there's the bathroom. He estimates that the number of visitors per year, somewhere in the hundreds, but he would like to, you know, think it's the thousands. And so he gives everyone a private tour, lots of photo ops. He is dressed in full bean regalia as you do and it looks like you know from all the photos it looks like there's just a wide variety of bean collectibles um so everything from like vintage cans of baked beans to um figurines to books there's towels there's um like alien figurine wearing Heinz baked beans outfits. I do see when I look on his Instagram too, it looks like in a picture, there's like a tile, like a tiled backsplash in his kitchen where there's images of beans on it. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. And then there's all the news clippings of, you know, all of his various charity feats, especially the, the bathing in the beans Um, There's just so many photo ops. There's like an exercise ball that has something to do with baked beans, I guess. Everything is orange. There's jewelry. There's clothing. I mean, who knew? Um, And then I look and you can get similar baked bean fit pieces on Amazon. So maybe we'll link those too. Oh, yeah. But the most common photo op seems to take place in the bathroom, the bathroom in the kitchen. Mm. Uh, so in the bathroom, they're sitting on the toilet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go back and find some of these. People are sitting on the toilet in an orange bathroom, holding a like toilet bowl cleaner, kind of a scepter, wearing a baked bean crown. Okay. 
and then holding the holder for the toilet bowl scrubber thing, which it appears to just have to just be orange and then have a big bean label taped onto it. Wow. So it's the bean throne. It's the bean throne. Okay, great. Yeah. And I mean, there are puns galore, which is, you know, the main thing that drew me to this. Of course. Um, So he has all of these photos with visitors where he's, you know, dressed up and then they have, um, he's (laughs) cut out like um, some speedles, you know, so this one says Heinz lick maneuver. No. It's bean Heinz you. (laughs) I I am in awe. Then there are photo ops in the kitchen. (laughs) Looks like there are like printouts of baked beans on toast. And so you can pretend to eat that with Captain Beanie. Lovely. Um, And then he also made um a device i forget what he called it It, it's supposed to be like you know something with the flatulence where you like catch the fart so it doesn't smell and so there's a lot of photos of people like um at the counter like whoops i'm farting and then (laughs) captain beanie is behind them with his like fart machine (laughs) It's incredible. The fart catcher? The fart catcher. Amazing. He has done incredible work. He is, of course, a local legend. Everyone loves him. And then all the visitors also seem to love him. It was very hard to find a negative review. Love that. Because everyone just loves the captain. So it is number one of 11 things to do in Port Talbot, Wales, um, according to TripAdvisor. Mm. And the reviews are so sweet. He has 185 positive reviews and then only four that are not five stars. Wow. Which is crazy. And so all of the positive ones, of course, are just mostly singing praises of Captain Beanie. You know, this one says Captain Beanie is the most amazing, selfless, brilliant guy with a love of beans started from a passion of helping others. He is definitely worth going to see and meet when in Wales. We've had the most incredible time with him and learning all about his life. What a legacy Captain Beanie has. Thank you so much for having us today and welcoming us and showing us your brilliant museum, which was written by G3445PS Charlotte G. Wow. What a name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so most of the reviews are reminiscent of that Um, everyone raves about him says that there's um, you know we were greeted with kindness enthusiasm and genuine warmth Uh, he does so much for charity he's a really lovely guy so there's only one negative review that I could find Mm -hmm. and this is by Celtic Lass 56 from October of 2016 one star and the subject is shambles. Uh oh. Nothing much to write here. It's a pathetic attempt of an excuse for a museum. Nothing but a waste of time. It's a silly man painted orange with silly baked beans memorabilia. Don't waste you time. It's just a council flat. Now, before I get into Captain Beanie's response, I would just like to say if you are going to purposefully walk into a museum that is called the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence, Mm-hmm. How do you expect that to be anything less than silly? It's in the name. Yeah, Durangas. Yeah. It's in the name. <laughs> like, what kind of, 
what kind of Scrooge are you to go to a bean museum and expect anything other than beans? Yeah. My other favorite part about this review is that on TripAdvisor, they have the option to say like what kind of trip it was. And so under here, it says trip type and she traveled solo, (laughs) which just makes it so much funnier. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Okay. So then the response from Captain Beanie goes, dear Mr. Shambles, exclamation point. Oh boy. Marmite, all caps, exclamation point. You either like it or loathe it. Just like the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence, this silly man painted orange with silly baked bean memorabilia in a council flat welcomes all those who just love those kinds of silly things, as unlike our inappropriate Mr. Shambles. Thank you so much for the one-star terrible review, as it shall only encourage many others to write some more terribly good things about my unique and eccentric half-baked museum. Captain Beanie, curator and manager. And for that, I mean... Slow clap to Captain Beanie. That was incredible. Graceful. So graceful. And yeah. And he was right because that is the only negative review. There's one that was three stars. So average. And I don't know really what this means. Okay. Um, it's from Len G um, in April, 2017. And the, cat, uh, the subject line just says Boston strawberries. Okay. And the review says quirky, but has been an excellent experience. Beans is now the has been old fashioned name for the king of foods. The with it name lifting its status is Boston strawberries. The owner has the sauce to present the only museum of its kind. It's been a revelation. So I don't, I don't know what anyone, any of that means. And maybe I should have prefaced it with this, that this review is formatted like a poem. <laughs> like a limerick. <laughs> so every, every weird sentence is its own line. <laughs> and I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I love, okay. The thing that I love the most is that I just Googled Boston strawberries. And the second thing that came up was a TripAdvisor review of the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence. (laughs) I bet that's this one. So I don't think this person knows what they're saying. Yeah, but it sounds like, okay, so first of all, since it is in his flat, his apartment, um, he's not able to charge any admission fee due to zoning laws, I would imagine. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. They really get you. Um, and so he does gladly take, um, donations that he then donates to various charities, which I just want to say for the record, because I've been to, I feel like there's quite a few museums that do that where they're like, we don't charge, but we'll take a donation. I just want to say for the record, donate to those museums. Yeah. You don't have, yeah. Even if it's like a dollar, do something. Do something. Yeah. I went to the Met one time and I don't know, they're like, oh, it's a donation only museum. And I was amazed at the number of people just walking by without anything. And I think people were just like, oh, it's the Met. It's never going to have an issue. Yeah. Well, I guess we weren't expecting a pandemic. Right. Um, where was I? I was going to look at the Google reviews because there was one that was funny. Um yeah, 4.7 star average on Google. The lowest rated one is one star. And it just says, 
beans. <laughs> so thanks, teeny sanguini a year ago. Sure. So overall, such a worthwhile visit. As I mentioned earlier, I did email um, the captain himself, and he was very pleasant in our uh, correspondence. But um, some sad news, because I had sent him a bunch of questions that I was dying to know the answer to. And let me just read his email really quickly. Should have had this pull up, and I didn't. Yeah, he said, alas, I have recently received some devastating news that there are structural renovations to our block of apartments in the new year, which means that there shall be a future date to vacate my property for some considerable length of time. In effect, I may be having to reallocate or presumably dispense with the entire museum. So sad. It's very sad. I am hoping that we can, you know, rally behind this philanthropist and return the favor. So I'm going to email him back and see if there's, you know, anything that we can do to help or if he's feeling like maybe this is, you know, kind of the universe's way of urging him to retire and enjoy his life. But he did say, have a beantastic Christmas and happy bean new year 2021. Bean wishes, Captain Beanie. Bean wishes. I, I love him. So good. the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence in Port Talbot, Wales. Great job. That was amazing. Thank you. I am so glad that I know so much more about baked beans. The history, the The charity, the charity, the flatulence. Oh, well, we knew. I mean, we knew. We knew about that. We knew intuitively, but not empirically. Right, right. Um, And Captain Beanie. What a sweetheart. Just look him up on social media. Go to captainbeanie.com. You can watch um, a video of him getting his, I just looked it up, his 60 tattoos of beans on his head. He did that and raised 3,600 pounds for charity. It's just. Yeah, he's doing great things. Inspiring. He's doing great things. Yeah. And on his website, there's links to his. Oh, no. I just saw for the first time this link on his website that says Bean Caneers Academy. Mm. So let's. Oh, no. Oh, it's like. (laughs) It's like a sticker reward program for kids doing good deeds that is so cute (laughs) one smiley sticker per deed is attached to a certificate of achievement and when all six have been accomplished an enamel orange captain badge and signed well done photo are theirs to keep that is adorable Uh, i just cannot i love it i love it i can't believe i missed that in all of the research i was doing Amazing. Amazing. Well, yeah, we'll put his website in the show notes. We'll uh, tag him on Instagram. Yes. And hopefully the renovations that his apartment is undergoing won't be the end of the Bean Museum. 
No, because I would like to go. I would also really like to go. I don't feel like I'm done learning about baked beans. I don't think I ever will be. You know, I think that's the true sign of an historian. That's right. (laughs) Oh, boy. Any other any other baked bean news? Before we wrap up, um, I did see that there was a for a while, there was like a, a an almost competing museum in the U.S. Uh, from Heinz. Um, I think it shut down. Mm. They were trying to stir up revolutionary drama. They were trying to stir up <laughs> some trouble. Yeah, had to let it simmer right. down. Um. <laughs> Oh, no. I think that is all of my bean knowledge. I think I really spilled the beans as best I could. You did. You spilled the beans. Thank you so much. They're so welcome. Oh, wait. I did forget, and Nathan and I were talking about this earlier, because I wasn't going to bring this up, but it is funny. The esteemed Captain Beanie has um, run for political office a few times Mm. and his political party and affiliation is the new millennium bean party. Okay. And I'm not trying to get super political on this podcast, but where do I sign up? Yeah. Let me sign up. I need, I'd like to know some of the platforms, but um, as long as they're, but if they're not available, then that's fine. As long as they're bean centric, I like, I'm good. Bean <laughs> yeah, he stood as Captain Beanie of the Bean Party in the 1991 election. Wow. He did not win, which is unfortunate. Regrettable, but um, Regrettable. maybe understandable. All right. Well, <laughs> everyone follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. You know how social media works. Yeah, it's all at the museum camp. Give us a Google. Give Captain Beanie a Google. Give him a Google. And um, email us at hello at themuseumcamp.com. Especially if you have been to the Baked Bean Museum of Excellence. Sweet. Or any other museum of excellence. Yeah. Let us know what it was like meeting Captain Beanie IRL. And that's it. Yeah. We'll see you all next week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.